Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. It really is my pleasure. This is such a gift. I'm so thankful to join you in reading, especially in our new little plan where we're going through Matthew and through the Psalms. I just want to be sensitive today also to say that I know many of you are walking through difficult times. And so even now, we pray that as God's word is spoken over you, that it would be balm, that it would be healing, that it would remind you that even though you feel forsaken, you are not forsaken. And for those who are in joyous seasons of life, may these words just strengthen you to be a light and um, help you in whatever you face today. Okay, Matthew chapter 10, verses 1 through 25. Jesus sends out the twelve. Jesus called his twelve disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. These are the names of the twelve apostles. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Do not get any gold or silver or copper to take with you in your belts. No bag for the journey or extra shirt or sandals or a staff, for the worker is worth his keep. Whatever town or village you enter, search there for some worthy person and stay at their house until you leave. As you enter the home, give it your greeting. If the home is deserving, let your peace rest on it. If it is not, Let your peace return to you. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and shake the dust off your feet. Truly, I tell you, it will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore, Be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. Be on your guard. You will be handed over to the local councils to be flogged in the synagogues. On my account, you will be brought before governors and kings as witnesses to them and to the Gentiles. But when they arrest you, do not worry about what you will say or how to say it. At that time you will be given what to say, for it will not be you speaking, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will betray brother to death, 
and a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. When you are persecuted in one place, flee to another. Truly, I tell you, you will not finish going through the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. The student is not above the teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for students to be like their teachers and servants like their masters. If the head of the house has been called Beelzebub, how much more will its members be called Beelzebub. So do not be afraid of them, for there is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed, or hidden that will not be made known. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the roofs. Do not be afraid of those who can kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care. And even the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Oh, goodness, I just got ahead of myself. I kept reading too far, but it's One Take Wednesday, so we're going to keep going. That was a wonderful passage, a challenging passage about Jesus sending out his 12 disciples. I can only imagine Jesus saying to them, uh, don't take anything with you. You don't, you don't need an extra pair of clothes or no extra sandals. I'm kind of shamed. I took a vacation just a couple of Uh, even a week ago, and took so many clothes with me. But he said, wherever I send you, I will provide for you. And I think, yes, we can take clothes on our vacation. But I think what he was telling the disciples is ultimately they had to learn to be completely dependent upon the Lord. Okay, let's turn over now to the Psalms. Today we're in Psalm 18. I have a favorite worship band called Enter the Worship Circle, or that's what their album's called. I'm not sure. It's a collective of musicians, and they sing a psalm, Psalm 18, as one of their songs, and it is so beautiful. So if you have Apple Music or Spotify, look it up. Psalm 18, for the director of music of David, the servant of the Lord, He sang to the Lord the words of this song when the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. He said, I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I called to the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I have been saved from my enemies. The cords of death entangled me. The torrents of destruction overwhelmed me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. 
my cry came before him into his ears. The earth trembled and quaked, and the foundations of the mountains shook. They trembled because he was angry. Smoke rose from his nostrils. Consuming fire came from his mouth. Burning coals blazed out of it. He parted the heavens and came down. Dark clouds were under his feet. He mounted the cherubim and flew. He soared in the wings of the wind. He made darkness his covering, his canopy around him, the dark rain clouds of the sky. Out of the brightness of his presence, clouds advanced with hailstones and bolts of lightning. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded. He shot his arrows and scattered the enemy. With great bolts of lightning, he routed them. The valleys of the sea were exposed and the foundations of the earth laid bare. At your rebuke, Lord, at the blast of breath from your nostrils, he reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. The Lord has dealt with me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands, he has rewarded me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord. I am not guilty of turning from my God. All his laws are before me. I have not turned away from his decrees. I have been blameless before him and have kept myself from sin. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight. That is verse 24, and we're going to stop there, and tomorrow we'll pick up the rest of Psalm 18. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together. Here, it seems as though in verses 16 through 19, the psalmist is in a deep pit, and and God has to rescue him from the powerful enemy. Maybe it's a person, but I see it as sin in my own life, that the Lord has rescued me and is rescuing me from this powerful enemy, my sin. And how I just love the image of how God reaches down, verse 16, from on high and takes hold of us, and he draws us out of the deep waters. And then in verses 20 through 24, he talks about how he has dealt with us according to our righteousness. That's why I think all of these psalms ultimately point to Jesus. Yes, God can deal with him according to his righteousness, but we know, according to the New Testament, that we are clothed with Christ's righteousness. In Christ, we are righteous, but It is not as though we can do enough good things for the Lord to see the cleanness of our sight, of our our hands, and reward us. The tension is there, is it not? Ultimately, um, I just think that the psalm is such a good reminder of how when we call to the Lord in our distress, He hears our voice, and in His power, He comes to our rescue.
I hope that's your experience today and whatever you are facing. Um, And I pray that the Lord would meet you in, in whatever comes today. Would you end our time together with me as we say the the words of the Lord's Prayer, as Jesus taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory, forever. Amen.